Hello, and welcome to The Lucy Lou Show, the fueling station for your mind, business, and life. And now, here's your host, Lucy Liu. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back. 2021, you need to tell fear and doubt to step aside because, dang, girl, you've got important things to say and do this year. Now is the time to step up. The world is waiting for you to step up and lead. You are a leader. Whether you believe it or not, your voice needs to be heard. This episode is dedicated to elevating your leadership presence and taking power. Today on the show, I invited my fellow speaker sister, Karen Laus, to speak to you about the seven ways you can take your power back and stand out with unshakable confidence. Karen is a keynote speaker and leadership coach for high-achieving women. Karen, take over the mic. Welcome to the seven ways that we as women give away our power and how to take that back. That's the key thing. First, number one, we tend to undervalue ourselves. We doubt ourselves. We sometimes even look to other people to decide for us. I can specifically remember this one meeting, which I'm kind of embarrassed about, honestly, but I'm going to share it with you because I hope that you'll learn from this. I remember being at a leadership meeting at a company where I worked And I had been asked by my boss a couple months ago, or basically she thought it was a good idea to do something. And I said, okay, great. And then two months later, we're holding this meeting and I just was doing it because she said it was a good idea. I wasn't even clear on the objectives and I had everybody together in the meeting and I was just stumbling over my words about what it was actually about because I didn't even know. I remember thinking, this doesn't make sense to me. And thankfully, she was a great coach. And she said later, she goes, Karen, trust your gut. If you didn't understand it or think we should do it, say something. So that was such a good reminder to me about the importance of trusting yourself. So absolutely trust yourself and don't give away your value or your decisions to other people. Even if you think that they have more authority than you or that they know more than you, could be a lot of different reasons. Point being... Own your unique value because you have incredible value. Number two, we hesitate to self-promote. There's something about this that makes us uncomfortable. I think it might have to do with the fact that we don't feel like we're humble if we promote ourselves. There's nothing wrong with saying the things that you're good at. This is also part of owning who you are. One story that I want to share with you was many years ago when I was interviewing for an HR position. I got the role, frankly, because I was so focused on how much I loved training. Now the truth is, I didn't even have maybe an hour or two of training experience under my belt, but I promoted myself as if I did. I wasn't lying, but I just focused on the things that I love. And you know what? Passion sells. (laughs) People love other people that are passionate and they latch onto that. Another example, was where I was working at the same company, actually. About a year in, I realized, you know, I really don't like this comp and benefit stuff. I want to focus on training and development, for real. (laughs) And I pitched to my boss a list of responsibilities that I said, this is what I'd like to do now. Are you okay with that? And she said yes. Now keep in mind, here's a couple of tips. This is what worked. Number one, I got clear on what I wanted. So get clear on what you want when you're asking for something and you're going to promote yourself. Number two, I 
thought about what she liked, what she cared about, what mattered to her, what mattered to the organization. In other words, what are the benefits to your listener, to who, your audience, whoever you're pitching that idea to? And maybe it's just you're at a networking event. What do these other people care about that you could promote yourself in, in a very organic way? Another way to think about this is just being of service to other people. What is it that you could do that would meet with a need of someone else? That's a great way to talk about what you do. Number three, your voice. Even now I'm trying to project because projection is so important. A lot of times as women, we get a little tentative and say, well, um, okay, and we just get softer. You wanna project your strength. That's gonna to link directly to credibility. So project your voice, and you also wanna project it with more depth that comes from your diaphragm here, as opposed to up here in your throat, which sometimes when people try to talk louder, they end up talking here like this. I'm talking louder, but it's gonna kill my vocal cords after a while. You have to make sure to do your best to speak with strength from your diaphragm. The second component that I wanna bring up that tends to happen a lot is this upspeak concept. It's where you end a statement with a question mark or a comma. A lot of people do this with their name. I am amazed, probably 90% of the people that I coach, when they do their introduction, they use a comma when they say their name or even a question mark. Sounds something like this. My name is Karen Laus, and I'm originally from Minneapolis, and now I live in San Francisco. Do you believe me? There's no conviction there. Notice this alternative. My name is Karen Laus. I know it is. <laughs> At very least, you should know your name. My name is Karen Laus. I'm originally from Minneapolis, but I grew up, or rather, I now live in San Francisco. Notice I'm putting declarative statements on those because, again, that links to credibility, that links to having strong leadership skills. Number four, we give way too much detail. We've gotta be focused in our messages. We have to be direct, you can still be kind, but get to the point, be direct. One example that I'll never forget. I was coaching a woman at a large biotech here in the Bay Area. She wanted to move internally with a role that she was interested in. So I said, well, let's do a mock interview, see how that goes. Let's start with a typical question. Well, tell me about yourself. And she told me about herself. Let me tell you. She gave way too much detail. I said, wait, time out. I can read that from your resume. What is the lead of your story? What makes you you? We think back to earlier, making sure that you have that point of differentiation. What sets you apart? And that is absolutely key. We didn't actually talk about that earlier, but I'm telling you now. So point of differentiation, what is it that sets you apart? And instead, she said, here was the lead, of all things to know about me. Number one, I love research. Great, there it is. Now all of the other detail can flow as a result of that lead. So be focused. Number five, we use minimizing language. I just wanna do this. Could I just ask you a question? Maybe this project is a good thing I recommend. We minimize with words like kinda, sort of, just. Eliminate that. I won't even get into how we apologize too much, but that's another minimizer. Only say you're sorry when you truly need to be sorry, okay? You can replace I'm sorry with excuse me most of the time. Number six, we let other people define us. 
That is an absolute, I'm super passionate about this because I did this for way too long. Here's an example. I was facilitating a training program and one woman said to the other, she was going to write on a, a card to give her some feedback. And she said, what is your name? And I'm going to protect their names for the innocent. I'm going to call her Christy. And so she said, is it Christy with a K or Christy with a C? And do you know what Christy said? Doesn't matter. Whatever you prefer. I said, what? No, you need to take ownership of who you are. That's part of definition. That's also part of clarity in knowing who you are. And let, let alone the fact that you're giving away your power to someone else and you're making it confusing for them. Because if they don't know what to call you, it's, it's just confusing. And then they might not know, well, which is it? So be clear and defined about who you are. Number seven, the last one. We accommodate everybody else. We're thinking about, oh, trying to make everybody happy. How can we do that? I heard a story the other day of a woman that was busy rushing away from a parking lot. And she saw this woman with all of these bags and all these things that she had to do. And she immediately thought, oh, I should go help her. But then she thought, you know what? I've got my own stuff to do. Now, obviously, I'm not saying don't help people. But be mindful of how often you're accommodating others and you're losing yourself. We have to learn how to say no so we can say yes to other things. It's all about setting good boundaries. That is absolutely critical. So let's review. Number one, own your unique value. Number two, promote yourself. Number three, leverage your voice. Number four, be focused. Have a lead to your story. Number five, avoid using minimizing language. Let's just say don't use it. <laughs> I keep working on this myself, by the way. Number six, you decide who you are. Don't let other people define you. And number seven, stop accommodating everybody else and losing yourself. Those are the seven ways that you can take back your power. Thank you, Karen. If you have enjoyed Karen's talk, feel free to visit her website at karenlaus.com. She champions female business leaders to own their value and find their voice so they can be seen and heard. Karen and I met in the group we're both in, which is called Mic Drop. If you are interested in becoming a speaker yourself, you can learn more about Mic Drop Workshop, which is a program specifically tailored to women future speakers. And both Karen's website and Mike Drop's website is listed below. So check it out. To all the beautiful souls listening, thank you for joining me on this episode of The Lucy Lou Show. When I'm not podcasting, I am coaching high-achieving women in life transitions, getting unstuck, kissing overwhelmed goodbye, and living a more joyful and fulfilled life through strategic goal setting and mindset transformation. It would mean the world to me if you subscribe, rate, or share this with a friend. And don't forget to join me for the next episode. Remember, there is always a way and more blessings things are coming your way. For free resources and show notes, head over to lucylucoaching.com. 